What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. As we always do each week, grab your vices, um, get ready to chill out. Let's get into a few things. Um, this is episode 11 of Straightforward with Miss B, alongside with my guest co-host, A.G. What's up, A.G.? Said now. What's going on? This limb? This number limb? A limb. <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell a limb? Same way you said, spell the other one. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the down just, south Alabama. You just got to put an emphasis. Right. Don't yeah. even don't even put the V in there. Just, yeah, a limb, a limb. <laughs> but yes, this is episode 11 everybody. Um um before we get started, um uh, thank you for all the, you know, people that listen in to us each week. They check us out on the streaming platforms. They check us out on YouTube as well. Um, they're following us, so I do want to pre- I appreciate everybody um, that is being supportive of the podcast. We have reached the 11th episode, so I am very, very happy about that, and we will continue to, you know, just be consistent. Even though I was on vacation this week, I'm still bringing yeah. you guys a um, bring you guys an episode. So, you know, shouts out to me for that. But Yay. Yay. Um, so, yeah, so as far as my, uh, my, you know, weekend, week goes, uh, just a quick little recap here. I did travel to um, San Antonio, Texas. Um, shout out to my friend, Aki. Um, I hadn't seen my friend. This is a childhood friend um, I have known since about the sixth grade. And, you know, it's nice to just, you know, sometimes just get away real quick, you know, just even if it's nowhere really far or international, um, just a a quick little escape, which is what I needed. I needed some relaxation time and just, you know, be able to catch up um, with my childhood friend. Um, So I really, really had I had a great time. I met some people. I met some of his friends. Shout out to Phil. And shout out to Matthew as well. I don't know if you guys will listen in. Maybe Aki will um, share this episode with you guys. But um, I had a great time hanging out with you guys, you know, getting to know you better. I know you all um, have podcasts or will be starting your own kind of podcast yourselves. So, you know, I'm always here to support if you guys need me to come on as a guest. I'm always down for that and vice versa. I will be bringing, you know, at some point bringing you guys on as well. And, um, yeah, so it was nice to kind of get, you know, that little networking in. And, uh, yeah, so that was basically, you know, like I said, I was on vacation, a quick little vacation this week. So I wanted to just kind of get out of town real quick. Um, how was your week go? Uh, mine went slowly but surely. Uh, I'm still trying to meet some of my family and I didn't. Went to another funeral. This one on my dad's side. I had to take him to a funeral this weekend. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it was in Alabama, down in Slim, Alabama. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. I was going to meet some new cousins or something, but this guy don't know nobody for real. Who? He don't know nobody. <laughs> I was like, man, you know the dead person. And that's it. One more person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking I'm finna beat my cousins and you know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? 
it's so crazy. I know it's so crazy sometimes that you know we be people just have family that they know have no idea about. You know what I'm saying? Like right, oh bunch of them. It'd be a lot of them. It'd be a lot <laughs> of them that you have no like my uh, biological father, um, who was not in my life. I'm sure he has kids. You know, other kids. So I have have siblings out there in the world, I'm sure, um, but I don't know who they are. You know, uh, that's crazy. Very crazy. I just hope it's I've never. Man, flat, man, I never. Awesome. Hopefully, I ain't never talked to them before. Thought they was cute. I thought they was cute. <laughs> Fine. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Take a DNA test, man. I need to do the uh, what's the little thing? Ancestry or Twenty Three and Me? Do one of those. Send my little DNA sample in. Oh yeah. See if I can uh find some folks. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you know, that's how people live their lives, and especially like you know our grandparents, great grandparents. They had yeah. a they had a lot of children. Mm-hmm. Seven, eight, thirteen, fifteen <laughs> kids. Like yeah, what? Whatever it's nowadays, it was two, an impossible three. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah, no more than four for sure. It's the average. But yeah, I don't I don't know what they was thinking about back in the day having all those kids. I don't get it. Was they? That's all they were doing. That's all the mama had to do was have kids. No, what she they were going nowhere. What they were slick trying to do is is build up a team to help out help out on that farm. Oh, whether it's picking cotton or you know <laughs> milking cows. Yeah, work. yeah, they needed help. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh yeah, it's gonna have to be a lot of y'all. Right. At least it used to be with five. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be no less than five. Ain't nobody want no one or two. <laughs> you <It was> five. <laughs> five, seven, eight, ten, fifteen. <laughs> Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, I'm you. Well, we wanted to start off of uh, speaking of like, you know, just children coming into this world and um, and families. Um, this has been in the news and I thought it would be a very interesting conversation. Um, Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas, for those of you who do not know, um, is a transgender swimmer. Um, who is was his real name Leon? She might as well be. Oh my God! Don't get his per. <laughs> Don't get his woman. A- oh Don't my get God. that man. That's not a woman. Oh my God! We starting <laughs> off. Listen, this is a LGBTQI friendly podcast. I am an ally, so. The words that the words that come out of AG's mouth is his own opinion, <laughs> and it's not the shared opinion of this podcast. I just needed to put that disclaimer out there. Uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, so basically, um, <clears throat> um, she's been in the news. Uh, respectfully, I'm gonna you know call her by the correct pronoun. She's been in the news in the competitive sports arena last Thursday in Atlanta. Um, Thomas became the first known transgender athlete to win a U.S. college swimming championship. Um, But 
the victory came with a lot of backlash, especially among right-wing politicians and groups that oppose trans athletes competing in women's competitions. Um, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, for one, who's always kind of, uh, you know, he's been on the anti-LGBT kick for quite some time. Um, he actually came out with a proclamation which declared um, the Florida resident named Emma Wayant or Wayant um, to be, who was actually the second place holder during the competition as being the rightful winner of last week's competition. Now, speaking of the Olympic Committee and the NCAA as well um, and their requirements. So the International Olympic Committee um, started allowing trans athletes um, to compete um, in 2004. Um, and their requirements basically at that time was that the athlete had to legally change their gender, which means go, you know, Driver's license needed to change from man to woman. Also, they required for them to um, undergo genital surgery as well, um, you know, to do a reassignment surgery. If you had a penis, then you would change it to, you know, basically like an artificial vagina. Um, and then in 2010, the NCAA set their own kind of rules for this, and they began allowing trans women to compete um, only after completion of one year of testosterone suppression, uh, which is if you are a man and you're transitioning to be a woman, um, hormones, taking hormones or moans, as they call them, um, is part of that process. Um, also, I believe they are required in order to get put on the hormone pills, they are required to go through um psychological uh, you know some uh psychological therapy and everything as well um so that those were rules and then throughout the years since then the olympic committee and also the ncaa went back and they kind of modified their requirements on it as well and it's continued up to this day to still be one of those areas where it's like it, we're living in a world now where we are progr progressing or have progressed um, to the point where we are allowing, you know, trans people or trans athletes in particular um, to participate in these sports events as well. Uh, but of course, of course, with that, we still have a large group of individuals or organizations who who just don't really want to stand by that and they have, you know, their opinions that, hey, if it's a woman's sport, um, it started off as a woman's sport, um, coming in as a trans woman gives them an unfair advantage as some things as far as their bodies. Um, they talk about, like, the physicality, muscles, you know, just men are built a certain way, you know, other than women, women. And so they feel like from a physical standpoint, a man has an advantage. But if you are a man transitioning to be a woman and if you went through all of the therapy and you're taking the uh, hormone pills and the testosterone suppression, 
Um, that kills some of th- that kills a lot of the physical um, masculinity that you once had. But again, even with that, you still have a large group of people that is against it. Um, so my question today, um, you know, is should trans athletes be allowed to compete? And my answer to that is the whole thing is so one-sided because you will never find a a, a, a man, to, I mean, a, a, a woman transitioning to be a man trying to compete with the men. It's yes. just one-sided. No, they do. There, I mean, I don't have their names pulled up, but there, I'm sure there are women who are who who are now trans men that are competing or may want to compete. Well, we know their chances of winning is not great as it is for for the other side. Why? What do you mean? Why? We have we have we have women genetically, you know, born women who are born with a lot of testosterone. We have women that are born very tall. We have women that are born very big or very masculine. They have muscles and, you know, thick calves. And, and yeah, they can't compete against, against men. I just don't, this is me, it's not nothing to do with the podcast. Like she said, this is my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's right. Because when that, what's her name, Leah? Yeah. She got up to do her interview. Mm -hmm. That was a man. Why you say that? By her features? By her voice? voice? Yes. That was a man. Well, I mean. That was a man. (laughs) no 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 but no i'm just i'm not trying to change your opinion (laughs) on how you feel but i just like to give context for people who are listening okay for people who are not familiar with trans trans right (laughs) transgenders now just because you take the the hormone pills just because you may go get the surgery does not mean that necessarily that your voice is going to change. You may still have a deep voice. Not all people who transition and, like I said, take the hormone pills and everything, everybody's body reacts a, a, a different way. You may have some trans women who talk, and they talk like women. You know what I mean? And... It, the the hormones have helped soften them, you know what I'm saying, internally, and have helped increase the the pitch of their voice, so it's not as deep as it used to be, right? But then but you may have thing that I didn't like. You ain't let me finish. Well, go ahead, sweetheart, ladies first. Right, and then, like I said, on the other hand, you may have transgenders who may go through the entire process as well and they still have a deep voice we were just talking about my excuse me we were just talking about my voice last week you don't sound like no man but i don't sound like a, i don't sound like no woman either i don't sound like most women you sound like you that's because you're used to hearing me <laughs> you're used to Ain't my voice you think somebody is gonna thank you a man. They might. 
I have a deep voice compared to other women. But it, besides that, we can go go down that route. Uh, but besides that, um, the physical features, a lot of times when they, depending on how strong of your genes are, you know, your DNA and your genes, even if you take the hormone pills and go through that process, you may still have manly features. Therefore, you know, a lot of times for those transgenders who do, they go and have, they have, you know, they do uh, what they call it, uh, facial feminization surgery. Uh, basically, they may get like their jawbone shaved down so it can be a lot more curved instead of square and structured. They may get their um, their eyebrows kind of lifted a little bit so it could just look more feminine. They may get things done to their cheekbones so that their cheeks will look, look a lot more feminine. So it just it just all depends, but you know, just because she did an interview and to you, of course, that's your opinion that to you it's not fair. <laughs> they were still a man. It's not fair. Then that's just your opinion. It's not fair. That's taken away from a a a, a, a regular woman. Mm-hmm. That's taking her spot. And then I think I read somewhere where this guy was on the he was on the on the men's team at one time before he did the before he did all that. Yeah, he didn't he didn't start transitioning until like 2017, 2018. Yeah, he was on the men's team. Right. And no, uh-uh. That's another no-no, man. You was already on the men's team. Now you're going to go to the women's team? Because he no longer identifies as being a man. They they taking this stuff too far, man. That's just plain and simple. Some of this stuff that they want to do, it's, it's, you can't do it. They just pushing the limit with this stuff. They they taking it to the limit. And they getting their way just because they cry about it all the time. Cause they'll start complaining and it's not fair, but really you ain't looking at the other side. What you doing ain't fair either. You taking away from a woman. You taking a spot that somebody else. If it was me competing against her, you know how all of us get on the thing and get ready to dive in the pool. When they when they blow the whistle to shoot the gun, I mm-hmm. wouldn't even go. All of us just stay there and let her let her go and go by herself. So just <laughs> protest the the swim meet yeah. basically. Yeah, and man, don't I'm swim. Not finna, I'm not going to compete against them. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing it. No. So you don't believe in equality? What's equality? I'm just saying, like, even at the simplest level of equality, you have to look at look at black and white issues. That's not the same thing. See, y'all trying to put something that ain't the same <laughs> with something else. It's not the same thing. And you can't sit here and tell me it is. That is not the same thing talking about equality. <laughs> if anything, you going against equality because that ain't even. It's not even no more. <laughs> you got a man with a female. With right. Women. Even right. though she did have whatever process it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To try to take some of her hormone. Yeah, that's that's not fair. That's not equal. That's not equality to me. Right. Yeah, you just gave she you got the advantage. It's not a, that he wanna train. I mean, she trained harder than the next person. They could train the same, but she automatically don't have the advantage to me. 
Ain't nobody saying this but me. She oh, we know. This is AG's and own opinion. We, we swimming. You think? I mean, they. Then you know another person that agree with me. Kaylin Jenner. Man, it's that same thing. I read it. No, he you. did. No, yes, he I read did. that too. I did. I read. <laughs> he agreed with me. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I understand. I never said that they could, like, I, I'll explain my opinion once you finish with yours. <laughs> it ain't fair. I'll I'm just done. let you get yours off your chest. I don't want nobody writing me, right? Send him all the hate mail. Send him the hate no, mail. That's not hate mail. Then you would be hating me. No, but I was just sad. People who listening if in. Said, <laughs> if you sent me some hate mail because I said what I said, that means you hate me for telling the truth. But why did you think you're telling the truth? Listen, your truth, your opinion n- n- is not necessarily the truth. To me, it is. Why it ain't? To you, an opinion is. is your opinion. Man, that's the truth, man. When it got something to do with a male that's transitioning to be a female competing in a woman's sport, mm-hmm. that's a different than going to the bathroom with a woman. You know what I'm saying? This is not this. Co- this competition right here. Mm-hmm. And when competition comes, that's a whole different ball game to me. Yeah. So my opinion on it is I'm 50-50 on the situation. I feel as though, and I think I heard somebody use this analogy. That's just like an able, on one hand, it's just like an able-bodied person getting in a wheelchair and asked to participate or participating in the Special Olympics. And I said, that kind of makes sense. (coughs) You're not disabled. It do, do, but it don't. Because them people in that wheelchair, they know how to operate that thing because they do it every day. You don't know how to operate that thing like they do. This is a this is a this is a a a, a a a a multiple, you know, champion swimmer. This person know how to swim. She ain't never won then. I mean, she had never won that until she won that the other day. But she's already. Man, he, he wasn't a champion. But he, he wasn't a champion as no man. But he been competing though. He wasn't no champion. So I mean, I understand you from that standpoint. He's been competing, unlike me. If I get in a wheelchair, I don't know nothing about it because I've never been in the wheelchair. But if I just stayed in the wheelchair. But let me finish with my opinion. Yeah, let me quit fighting you. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) Good Lord. But like I said, I'm kind of 50-50 on it. Um, Because, like I said, I'm an ally of the community. I do believe in equality. I do believe in respecting people for who they choose, you know, who who they feel that they are inside. If they choose that they are a different gender than what they were born, go ahead, be free to do whatever and live the way that you want to live. With that being said, I do believe that transgender should be able to compete However, I do believe that the Olympic Committee and the NCAA and whoever else organizations 
need to truly sit down and figure out a way to still be inclusive. Inclusive, but inclusive in a way in which it does not negatively impact, you know, the other groups, meaning whether it's men swimming or women's swimming competition, um, still allow, you know, still allow those groups to uh, be able to compete with their own, I guess, kind, if you want to put it. Um, but maybe there just needs to be, just like we do have Special Olympics, I mean, it may need to be a transgender <laughs> section in the Olympics. Yeah, or some section, or if there's a, 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 a separate swim meet that allows trans um, women, you know, trans women or men or whatnot to swim um, and still, you know, get the same credit and, and accolades and acknowledgement as um, the bio, you know, biological yeah. women and men. I agree with something like that because, to me, with the LBTQ, they just – you can't have all the rights of you know what I'm saying when you try to get everything that the other people got it's not you, you can't do that you can't have all the rights of that other sex i mean of course i mean you you yeah of course you shouldn't be because the other sex are born, you know, with certain um, aspects to them that makes them special, you know what I mean, or one of a kind. Like women, we have the ability to give birth, you know. Right. Um, no other gender is able to, to do that. So and no trans, and, and then no trans transgender female going to be able to do that either. Not saying that that ain't something that they gonna come up with <laughs> pretty soon. You know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> they they just came out with a uh, what is that I saw today? They came out with a contraceptive pill um, that men will be able to take um, to prevent um, getting somebody pregnant. So they they tested it out, and it's ninety nine percent accuracy. So now men, you know, women, we ain't got to worry about being the only ones taking contraceptive pills. Now men can do, you know, we'll be, have that ability to do that. But, but yeah, so like I said, this transgender, um, you know, topic I thought was something that was extremely controversial and I thought it would be, you know, a great topic for us to discuss. And like I said, I'm 50-50 I'm on the fence with this thing. Like I said, I, I'm all about equality, um, you know, everybody being inclusive, me. but th there's always a better way of doing that. And I think that, like I said, you know, these Olympic committees and, and stuff, they need to go back um, to the drawing board and figure out how they are able to do that. Because, I mean, you just, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, people should be, like I said, People should just be respective of how someone chooses to live, chooses to live their life. Um, and if some if in some areas the world and government can accommodate 
you know, these individuals, then, you know, that's great. Um, I do agree with you. You know, they're not going to be, you know, accommodations are not going to be made in every single area, but at least with some areas, um, you know, just make it right, you know? So, yeah, because you just got to look at it like if, just say if one of those girls competing was your daughter. Mm-hmm. You done spent all this time and money to get your daughter up there to compete for this national championship. Mm-hmm. And hey, look who she who she got to compete against all of a sudden. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's just how I look at it. You stopping my child, we, we probably been the best the whole time. Right. Not this t- and all of a sudden, <laughs> I can't be I, I can't even want another one no more than <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> right. It's a so, wrap. Yeah, <laughs> like so that's just how I look at it. And competing, just leave that competing for so long. No, they should be able to compete, but like I said, maybe just a separate meet or separate competition. Yeah, they shouldn't should not be allowed at all to compete. I think they should be able to compete, but just in a different way. Okay. Because they're still talented. You know what I mean? They're they're athletes. They've they've done this all their lives too. And then so. you know another one that's up and coming. Who? Dwayne Wade, son and daughter. Yeah. Cause I seen the outfit that that he had on the other day. Mm-hmm. So he living a lifestyle coming all the way up as a child that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Um, what else? So let's get on this real other little thing real quick and we'll get deeper into this second topic uh on next week. Uh, but yeah, so the craziness also going on this week is Megan Thee Stallion, the rapper um, from Houston, Texas, versus fifteen oh one Certified Entertainment, um, the label owner called Crawford. They was throwing shots at each other um, all week. Um, called Crawford basically was upset, um, stated that you know he was um, basically uh, going to sue Megan Thee Stallion. She is still technically signed um, to his label, even though she is working, uh, managed by Rock Nation. Um, that's Jay-Z's on Rock Nation. Um, but under her, you know, contract with uh, 1501, she has to produce, you know, a certain amount of albums. She released um, she released uh, a, a little somewhat mixtape and try to push it off as an album and call Crawford, you know, stated that she basically was trying to you just finesse the system with that and that he's taken her to court that kind of led to other conversations and basically he made claims of you know her being an alcoholic as well as you um uh, she used cocaine and then megan took to twitter and she had some things to say about call um basically you know clapping back at him and also she alleged that call is a pill popping cokehead himself so they just been going back and forth with the rah-rah. But what concerns me about the whole thing is that as a label owner, you are an owner. You're owner of a business. Apparently, you know, clearly 
1501. And Carl Crawford, you guys, um, is a former uh, baseball player. So he got a little coin, and he decided to start this record label, and he wanted to be somewhat of like an all-female um hip-hop MC record label. And, you know, Megan Stallion was the first female on the label who, you know, gained, you know, popularity and was selling some records and stuff like that. So as far as his uh, success level, you know, as a label owner, you would say, okay, Carl has had some success, you know, with his label. Um, But as an owner, you would think that you would just kind of keep business and personal business off the Internet. Yeah, they got a real relationship going on though. You you had to you had to look and tell the whole story, the reason why this even coming up though. You know. Cause if y'all don't know that um they tried to squeeze Carl out, you know. Well he was he the owner of the record label, but it was a bigger label trying to squeeze him out and take Megan from Stagging just from him. Three so, that was three hundred, I believe. Yeah, so it's more to that than just what's going on now. It's what started the whole thing. You know. But still, regardless. Calling each other cokeheads and alcoholics. Don't you think that's you down, too much? That's how, that's what it's at now. You just try to uh what you call it? Uh or you um assassinating character now that's what they didn't get to yeah assassinating each other's character so i mean i mean lo- both of them can have lawsuits for for what defamation to care liable <clears throat> if they wanted to i just think that if you're a business person to that degree you shouldn't even if it's you even if you having trouble with one of your artists i don't think it just don't make you look good. And then for every other artist that signed to you, I really wouldn't want to be signed to no messy-ass label like that. I don't want my business out in the street like that. Well, he probably figured he was the one-hit wonder in a way. You know what I'm saying? A one-and-done. No. Come style like that. Yeah, I don't think he thought... I mean, he don't. I don't think he thought I mean, he it was one-and-done, but I think he that... Knows. Carl is just one of those people, type of people who like to stay on the internet. You know, like um, what's the guy name who always talking shit? Oh, Whack One Hundred. You ever heard of him? I think he manages the game and um, what's the other rapper called Blueface? But he always on the internet giving his opinion on stuff. You know, just always on the internet. And he he an older guy, he <laughs> like around our age, but he always just talking mess on the internet it's like it, it's as a as like i said as a business owner it just it just you know puts a bad light on you i would not if if i was signed to call right now i i, I wouldn't definitely wouldn't want to be signed to call it was another rapper a good female rapper i forgot her name um but she had kind of came out you know with some statements i think she left 1501 she left 1501 right around the time the girl Erica Banks had came to the label. And, you know, Erica Banks, she had that little one-hit song um, last year or the year before last. Um, but she, this girl, she had some things to say about Carl, too. She was saying he just don't have his, his um, 
like the money situation went right, she would ask, you know, ask him for financial statements, you know, to see how much, you know, is being spent on her projects and her studio time and, you know, stuff like that. And he could never produce, you know, any um, financial statements and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it's certain people, not all young people, I would tell these labor owners, not all young people are dumb. Not all young people are naive. Some young people do come in with a true business mindset. You know, they come in knowing, okay, if you're going to produce this for me, you said you're going to allot this amount of money um, towards what I'm doing, marketing me and all this other stuff, going on tour, blah, blah, blah. Um, I want to be able to see where the expenses are going. You're not just going to tell me, okay, we spent, you know, $2,000 on this, but yet you can't produce a receipt. Yeah, that's a whole nother show. That's a whole <laughs> nother show. Because when they put that contract down and that pen on top of it and they sent that money on the side of it and tell you, if you sign this paper, we, you get this money. That's the only thing they be worried about. Right. So. Right. Exactly. And like I said, we're going to, we're going to, dive into this, you know, record label thing um, a little further um, on next week. I got to make sure I write that down so I won't forget. Um, but, yeah, we're going to talk about, you know, Diddy and, you know, artists like Mace, former artists like Mace and uh, the other boy, Freddie P from Miami, who was on the band, the show. Um, they all, you know, coming out. B5, B5, the little group there, the little young boy. Yeah, so they all speaking out against um Diddy and but you know rumors have all has been swirling for quite some time about, you know, Diddy not doing his artist right, but like I said, that's we're going to save that for the next you Yeah. Well, you signed off on this cuz there's some artists that did it say, "Hey, you didn't do me like that because I got this. I got mine. You didn't get your cuz you ain't asked for it. You ain't negotiate." Right. But we gonna talk about that next week. He trying to talk about it now. Y'all hear him? <laughs> we can't tell. <laughs> we gonna talk about it next week. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> but anyway, but Megan the Stallion, you know, you seem to be somewhat problematic, child. It's just always a lot going on with her. I hope she figure it out, you know, and keep pressing on and being successful and everything. Hopefully, Carl figure his situation out. Stay off the internet, you know, exposing your artist business. It just don't put you in a good light at all. Nobody's going to want to do business with you, you know, in a minute. So just keep it off. Continue to grow your label. You had Erica Banks, you know, she did pretty good, you know. Other artists, I believe, signed. Other female artists are signed to him as well. So, yeah, just keep positive and just leave everything in the courtroom, basically. So, that's all I had to say about that. Any lasting words, um, AG? Uh, no, both of those topics we could talk about for days. So, you know, it is what it is. Everybody got their own opinion. Right. So. All right, y'all, but as y'all know how we do, we're going to see y'all 
next week. Um, and as we always say, don't forget to subscribe to our channel on all streaming platforms. That's STR8FWD with MSB on all platforms. And you can also follow us on social media as well. And if you have any inquiries, um, advertising, business inquiries, um, hit us up, email at str8fwdmedia, M-E-D-I-A, at gmail.com. All right, until next time. Well, one.